0: You ready for my best George Bush impression? Oh boy! Oh, I'm so ready. Stolen. The lines are stolen from Gabriel Iglesias. But I know exactly what you're about to do. Yeah, it still works every time. Al Qaeda, Katrina. We have reason to believe they are related, and we will find her, this Miss Katrina, and we will bring her to justice. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: What a legendary joke. Yeah. You know, your country accent might just be a little bit too good. It might be too on the note, too accurate.
0: Hey man, when I go to uh Thanksgiving or Christmas with my dad's side of the family. Oh, I bet they eat that one up. I get a little bit I get a little bit more, you know, a little bit more Georgia in there. <laughs> and they're like, Aren't you from Fort Lauderdale? And I'm like, Yeah. <laughs> but what's that got to do with it? The
1: Fort Lauderdale <laughs> deputant.
0: Yeah. Um But uh oh I thought of I thought of a new song. Okay. Okay, hear me out. Let it go frozen. Okay. (laughs) As to nose, as to nose, stick your nose in my ass. (laughs) (laughs) As to nose, as to nose, stick your nose in my ass. And because I haven't seen Frozen, I don't know any the rest of the song.
1: I don't care if my farts stink. Let the uh, fill, le- fill those nostrils up. Ooh. I know, right, Pipes, today. Um, the stank never bothered me anyway. The Yo, high key, now that we're on the topic of that song, that piano part, goes fucking hard.
0: I don't even know what you're referring to. <laughs> Bro,
1: like after the first verse, the piano comes in, and it's like it's so hype.
0: Yeah, I heard a lot of people like that movie. Um I couldn't do it because I grew up after I was twelve, so I don't watch those those kids' movies anymore. And I don't have a little sibling, so but it's
1: totally like a like a woke, really t- like in depth tale of like finding who you are and loving yourself that's
0: beautiful man right i'm glad you enjoyed it i love that movie look you. the second one was it was decent too yeah they're trying to make all this wholesome shit to make you forget like the disney's past <laughs> so they're just like trying to make up for it by like you know firing gina carano and <laughs> <laughs> making frozen i'm still i'm so i think we
1: talked about it yesterday but i'm so fucking sad that she's not going to be in the Mandalorian.
0: Yeah cuz I mean I watched a couple episodes with you but I never saw her in the show but you you say she she actually was a great in her role.
1: Yeah, she was really good. Like she just worked for that role. Like she looks like a woman that could kick ass and that's what the role was was a woman who could kick ass.
0: Yeah, and it's not like it's not like that role and they get some random twinkie girl to play it. Yeah, it's see, like
1: and I feel like if they replace her it's going to be some bitch that looks like Megan Fox or something
0: yeah and which would be i would love for them to replace her with megan fox and just not address it and she's the same person as the same character yeah that'd be great but um welcome to the ass nose podcast i'm ass i'm nose and we're gonna fucking bring you it we're gonna come on your face with intellectual and philosophical knowledge magma and conversation Mm -hmm. yeah That's one of the grossest words shmegma
1: and if and if you listen to the any of the first four episodes and it dropped and you're still here bless your little heart
0: yeah you should not be here you should be making better life choices
1: you should you know indeed is a great place to get a job
0: (laughs) (laughs) indeed.com start there there in linkedin and work backwards yeah but uh we paused the or we postponed the recording of this podcast because you had to get some news in you because you've been working all week. So do you you feel like you're sufficiently caught up?
1: Uh, Yeah. You know, it's actually been a really, where's my phone? It's been a really slow week. Like, so there really hasn't been much in the news, honestly. It's been like, it's just been boring. It's been like the same shit.
0: Really? I've had a grand old time this week. Really? I'm not, I'm not a, I'm not politically, uh i'm not like watching it like it's sports or whatever but i did see some juicy stories this week and it could be in part because of our justin bieber reference in the last episode (laughs) or us talking about the fbi or us talking about vaccines and all these things but uh I my tweets weren't loading for a couple days there, so I thought I got blocked. Oh no! Yeah, I thought I thought my account got blocked. I also was like liking like um some interesting articles that I want to talk about, but I think it's that or the fact that we we already accomplished our mission and we already got canceled. Our shadow banned four episodes in. (laughs) Did we? Oh, we did get
1: um we did get in trouble by justin justin bieber's people
0: yeah justin bieber reached out to us yeah and his people reached out to us and they copyright flagged us and it was okay we figured it out we negotiated but um i just want to since we got our first flag i just want to reiterate what i said on the first podcast if you knew me before this podcast please stop calling (laughs) okay i told you I told you in the first podcast I wasn't gonna answer, and that's still true. Yeah, and some of you guys are still calling.
1: Yeah, me too. You know, I've got some friends who I don't think really got the hint, and I don't. I don't think they really understand. They're like, I'm now like I've climbed the social ladder. Like I'm. I can't talk to you because that wouldn't be right. It would be like the Queen of England talking to like a peasant on the street. You know.
0: Yeah, it's it's really interesting because people just don't know their place, and. <laughs> It's an interesting dynamic when you ascend to the level that we are on. Yeah, all of a sudden, everybody has your number. All of a sudden, people want something from you. Yeah, everybody wants to talk. All of a sudden, people remember you. Hey, you remember this and this. Uh, I see you got 20 yeah. views on your last podcast, yada, yada. <laughs> but it's whatever. It's just white noise to us. We're focused. We're, we got our blinders on, and we're going towards our, our mission of becoming the biggest news podcast in the world.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah, also, I think... I think we might also got flagged because we did one because of our hashtags, our, our keywords <laughs> and two because I did put the first episode in the news and politics category. Uh-huh. And I imagine people were looking up news and politics with the keywords and they landed on us. That
1: was news. I don't know. I mean, we, we, we have real news. I don't know what else they're looking for.
0: I know, but I think for those people we're a bit much. So I think they reported us, but it's no big deal. It's just a part of being. Once you're visible in the public eye, mm-hmm. there's always people coming at you trying to tear you down. So it's whatever. Um, but, but what <laughs> do you do? You want to start off? Because I, I mean, you said there's no news. I got some juicy stuff, but I, I can let you. I, I feel comfortable letting you uh, take the reins at the beginning.
1: Um, no, the only bit of news that I think I have. I mean, there were like a bunch of shootings and shit over the past week, but like that's like every day in America. I don't even—it's not even interesting anymore. But besides that, uh, what's his name? Uh, what's the what's the Asian boy? And um, he's running for like mayor of New York,
0: Yang Andrew Yang.
1: <laughs> yeah, Yang. Um, so Yang has a new plan to uh to provide work for New Yorkers and help out the uh the uh, meat truck industry or the food truck industry. He's starting a new line of what they do is they have these trucks and then they take um, dogs, stray dogs from the streets of New York, um, some of which are very meaty, truly, like really great fat content. Um, and they spend a lot of time running. So it's like really good for you. Um, and they take these dogs and then they they fry them and they serve it with waffles.
0: So it's like chicken and waffles.
1: Mm-hmm. It's like chicken and waffles, but it's uh, Wang's. Uh, what did I call it? Uh, Wang's dog yang's dog wings and waffles that's it yeah yang's dog wings and waffles it's the new it's a new hit new hit. It's all over new york you can find it on um 15th i don't know if that's a road in new york you can find it on 15th um get yourself some fried dog
0: andrew yang is constantly pushing boundaries of what we conceive as economic innovation mm-hmm. and, and then
1: also what we see as gourmet
0: and this is just another step in that direction Proving once again that he is the ideal candidate for mayor of New York.
1: Yes, absolutely. I want a dog meat truck on every street corner in America. I think that's what we really need. I mean, food trucks are in. They are. And we have dog overpopulation. I mean, they're everywhere.
0: Yeah. The only thing I worry about is what about the cats? Because we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get rid of our we're going to neutralize this dog problem but then we're still gonna have a bunch of cats so who's gonna chase the cats who's gonna try to kill these cats are they gonna run rampant or do they are they going to unite and put up a unified resistance
1: well you know i really didn't think about this because i thought this was a great proposal by yang but you know what will happen when the cat population goes unchecked
0: yeah, he's gonna have to answer that. He's also gonna have to answer to people accused him of like hiring an actor.
1: I think they need the cats in New York because rats. So maybe they're gonna leave them. They have a working relationship.
0: Yeah, it is a little bit of a symbiotic, not symbiotic. Yeah, because the, they both kill each other. But
1: the dogs don't do anything but shit.
0: Yeah, they're pretty useless. <laughs> So that's that's some pretty big news. Thank right? you for that. Right, breaking
1: news and I would like to reiterate this is a real news podcast and there's absolutely no need to google anything I say because I'm only giving you facts.
0: There's no need to google, there's no need to question, there's no need to there's no need to even think when you're listening to this podcast because the less you think, the more you're going to learn. Yeah, absolutely. The the more you shut your mouth, <laughs> the more you're going to get from us. Our are to uh Genius intellectual minds.
1: Yeah, yeah. So if you're if you're priming if you're priming your fingers to tell me that I'm talking about fake news, shut your fucking mouth and let me shove this shove this news down your fucking throat.
0: Your fake news. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> By the way, um are you excited for the Asker and Paul fight? Who do you got winning?
1: and Paul. Oh. Did we watch that last night, did we?
0: Oh, they fought? <laughs> Wait, who won? <laughs>
1: oh, boy, who do you think? Ben Askren? Mm-mm, no, unfortunately, no. I'd be in a much greater mood today. What What happened? Well, what happened is um, whatever federation of boxing that is letting Jake Paul fuck up their like reputation is also allowing them him to handpick the people that he fights against and the rules and the refs and everything. I know, but
0: how did the fight itself go?
1: Um, well, the fight went... It was pretty boring i mean we were watching a ufc fight literally on the same screen um and it was like we looked away and looked back and jake Ashkin was knocked out it was like okay that was less than five minutes so ben Askren got knocked out in less than five minutes he sure did huh
0: isn't that something well uh yeah it was an abomination the production was god-awful
1: Why was Justin Bieber performing that Martin Luther King shit?
0: I was so glad I pirated that. um, Because in no way do I want to give any of those people money. Oscar De La Hoya was on uppers and downers. Mm. Have you ever asked the question, what happens if you're on uppers and downers and then you get a mic and you're on national TV? That's what Oscar De La Hoya was. (laughs) This fucking... He was a great boxer when he boxed, but now he's been retired for like almost ten years. He's fat.
1: That's the guy that was overseeing the quote-unquote slap boxing competition.
0: No, no, that was that was Pete Davidson. Oh, uh, okay. That was Pete Davidson and then Rick Flair, and uh, that had more entertainment value than Oscar De La Hoya. He was saying "baby" every third word. You know uh, what it is, baby? Go to the head to the body, baby, 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 baby. Oh, uh, was that the, the guy
1: that was like with the announcers? Yes, like the he was a skin an-
0: guy. I thought he was. I thought he was Asian at first. Yeah, because you're progressive, but but he he was inebriated and could barely form a sentence, and it was, and I remember we watched we were waiting for the Paul Askren fight, mm-hmm. and there was only three fights before that, mm-hmm. and one fight had occurred, multiple, we were going flipping back and forth between the UFC and that, and. When the first fight was on, we just made the UFC, like, we expanded it, so it covered the whole screen, and on our phone, it said one fight had happened, so we flipped back to see if anything else had happened, and Snoop Dogg, <laughs> E-40, Too Short, not E-40, E-40's dead. E-40's dead, right? <laughs> not- too Short, Snoop Dogg, Ice Cube, and some other guy were, on, were rapping, smoking weed, Jesus. Um. Oh On a stage, say, I was sad to see Noob Dog there. He he actually is a part owner of this boxing promotion. Oh, is he?
1: Then so, I guess you know it's about the bag, but like, good lord!
0: So yeah. he's in charge of the musical aspect, mm. the, the performances. So and he, and he booked Justin Bieber. He booked himself and Justin Bieber. Yikes! So uh, it's going well for Triller. Um, I really thought this could be a huge, like it would be a. It's still gonna be a case study, but I thought it could really boom uh, its own industry Mm -hmm. of of these type things but the execution was it was pretty bad was so bad that i don't know it it could be for like just you know a different demo a different group of people than Mm -hmm. you and me but i i would never watch this again
1: i would be interested to see like because i mean like the whole program surrounding the fight was pretty shit and then like the fight itself was shit i would be interested to see like How many shit fights is Jake Paul's name Going to be able to like get people to watch Cause I would think that after a while People are going to stop tuning in Cause like he's going to beat up some guy Who doesn't even fight
0: I didn't tune in for any of the fights Except for this one and I can say with confidence I will not be tuning in again
1: Yeah Yeah.
0: But uh, yeah that was great
1: Well congratulations for everybody that made Some like millions last night
0: Yeah someone's got to do it
1: Yeah (laughs) Yeah
0: Uh, as far as as far as news this week, mm. uh, what's today's date? The seventeenth.
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: So on eighteenth. M- today's the eighteenth. So last Monday, the Japanese government announced that they're releasing treated Fukushima nuclear power plant water into the ocean, and the International Atomic Energy Agency says there will be no negative impact on humans or the environment.
1: What the fuck?
0: Yeah, so that's something. When I saw that last Monday, I I was uh, interested right away. So they're putting atomic nuclear power plant water into the ocean. But the International Atomic Energy Agency, the EAEA, which I've never heard of, said it's cool. So we got that going on on uh, the Japanese coast.
1: Well, everybody, if you see any uh, dolphins sprouting legs and walking up on the land, let's don't be shocked.
0: You didn't fucking see anything, and you don't know nobody. Yeah,
1: and don't you dare suggest that that atomic liquid might have been bad for the ocean. Because then know? you're
0: anti-Asian and you're anti-vags, and you should go kill yourself. <laughs> if you even... Try to fist fight that dolphin and try to push him back into the ocean, you were anti-Asian because those are Japanese dolphins.
1: It would really be hilarious if the downfall of humans was mutating dolphins into being a superior race.
0: Yeah, they just... There were dolphins just fucking up people, hand-to-hand combat.
1: (laughs) This is great. This is great. This This is a movie idea right
0: here. Oh, yeah. Also, on Monday, a story came out about uh Covid, Covid relief and Covid relief contracts with private companies. Mm. So, remember when we were on the porch and we were talking about four billion dollars or whatever the fuck it was. Oh, the Covid
1: relief package. It was like almost four four trillion. Four trillion. Yeah, it was like three something
0: trillion. Okay, it's so trillion with a T, not B.
1: Yeah yeah we don't we don't pass those little baby bitch boy bills anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah, okay, so four trillion dollars. We were wondering where's all that money going to because if if we did the math of if everyone mm. in the country got a stimulus, which obviously wouldn't happen because some people are below eighteen, mm-hmm. there would still be a lot of money oh yeah left like there's still a lot of money where you have to wonder where it's going so the in 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 regards to the ones that they're helping out private companies with covid relief and innovating covid related products and services uh contract details are considered trade secrets so where that money is being spent and why that money is being spent are, can be non-disclosed mm. if they are treated as quote-unquote industry or trade secrets who makes this classification not the government Mm -hmm. the business the contractor gets to decide what is a trade secret so what's what's going to happen is we're going to have we already have companies that got massive amounts of money from the government Mm. and they're not telling anyone what they're spending it on because it's a trade secret Mm -hmm. so I found this very interesting because as long as the contractor, as long as the business gets to say it's a trade secret, they don't have to tell us under the Freedom of Information Act. So um, the COVID relief bill has been, uh, it's going well. You could say that. Uh. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I don't think we'll ever know where that money comes from. But you know we're poor. That's none of our business. We're not. We're just, we, we can't shoot above our pay grade like that.
0: Not comes from where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. And don't don't defend power right now. Don't say we can't ask where that money is going. Okay. <laughs> That's some horseshit. And everyone who's in politics who passed that relief bill needs to be publicly executed. Not publicly. <laughs> <laughs> yes.
1: Eat the fucking rich, man. Eat the fucking rich. But yeah, no, that bill was bullshit. I'm sorry for trillion for that much money that they put in that bill. Every American that makes like under eighty thousand a year should have had their rent covered for the next six months. In my opinion, it should have been taken care of.
0: Yeah, to say the least.
1: Because I mean, girl,
0: <laughs> and the amount of money they're giving businesses, and the money amount of people that got laid off mm-hmm. this past year, mm-hmm. I I'm very interested to see how many people get. Uh, find jobs again because I don't think it's going to be as many as like lost jobs.
1: Oh, definitely not. Definitely not. Which I mean, we're all we are going to have an unemployment problem until we don't until we stop like having mostly jobs and nobody wants to work because they're like soul sucking fucking jobs.
0: Yeah, like, yeah. I think that's
1: really our big problem with jobs is not anything, you know, that's like kicking people out of jobs. Because I think we definitely have enough jobs technically, but nobody wants to go work 40 hours a week and break their back anymore for a living. So I think that's really more the
0: issue. No, nah, I don't think it's the 40 hours a week thing. I think it's what you're doing with those 40 hours. Yeah. Like yeah. you're saying, if it's fucking... I heard that like
1: Walmart, McDonald's, I want to say Burger King and like some Amazons or something or like like a bunch of big companies like that all are having issues filling spaces that they have for employees because nobody wants to fucking work there.
0: Yeah, which actually it's actually with increased automation or whatever makes sense because they used to have more people there already. Mm. They got more robots, more computers. There's already less job openings so it's only a matter of time before those jobs get phased out and it's there's one store manager who just makes sure the computers aren't crashing Mm -hmm. and the rest of the store is fucking robots or vending machines or whatever
1: i do like how like especially our generation we're instead of like trying to force the government to raise minimum wage we're just like i won't work like i just won't fucking work and that that'll just be it like i just won't work and i fuck with that i think we should all just refuse to work until we get offered something decent
0: yeah i think the economy might might crash if we do that if oh, well, everyone that's they does fault.
1: that's they fault. still paying people eight dollars an hour that is default
0: i know it's they fault, <laughs> but it's gonna be our problem when we are homeless you know what i'm saying yeah because well, you
1: know well, we're in the generation of fake jobs that make real money so like we, we can we can literally get on the internet and come up with some bullshit stick it in a blockchain
0: 100 i i just think the people in the ivory tower No matter what, they're going to have a place to stay Mm. and we're going to be the recipients of all of the consequences of like a crashing economy or whatever. Um, But yeah, so there's there's some things popping. Yeah, there are some things popping. What I'll
1: say, if the economy crashes, I refuse to let it affect me. I'm all vibes over here.
0: Yeah, that's when we start a vibes business. Yeah. Is is when the. US dollar is worth nothing. (laughs) It's worth like five pesos. Oh no. And we, we just start our own vibes business and we create our own society around vibes.
1: Mm, mm. You know, and this is exactly why we need more great ideas like Yang's fried dog truck, because that's a job that you can love. You know, that's a job that you can really become passionate about. And you could really turn it into something for you and your family,
0: generational wealth. What is this again? What? The 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 thing you just said.
1: Oh yeah yeah uh did I say Wang Yang's food truck? Yang's um dog food truck. He's having a dog food truck? We just had this conversation.
0: I know I wasn't paying attention. So can you explain it to me one more time?
1: No yeah so Yang is gonna be he's gonna save New York, and also get rid of all the stray dogs. By rounding them up and frying them and serving them in waffles. Huh. Mm hmm. Huh. The waffles is a little bit of an obvious, like
0: trying to get the black vote, but you know, whatever. He's got to win. <laughs> so he's trying to get the Asian and the black vote. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I, I see what he's doing. hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel like I have to say,
1: <laughs> I swear, what Don't I was do writing. It. Okay, I will
0: say it. I will say it. No, go ahead, say it, but don't.
1: <laughs> no. <clears throat> I'm not gonna say
0: it. I have to use the bathroom now. Okay, so it's just gonna be the ass podcast real quick.
1: It's yeah, just the ass. Have fun with the
0: people. So so people. What is what is on your mind? I'll tell you what's on my mind. Okay. Dogs, food trucks, is, is he going crazy? Because that doesn't sound like, that sounds a little hashtag problematic. And I'm kind of hashtag triggered. I don't think, I don't think I'm going to stand for this. I think when he gets back here, I'm going to give it to him. And I'm gonna put him on notice. Mark my words. The second Justin gets back here, I'm going to put him on notice, and make sure he knows that if he's if he comes at me wrong, it's gonna be it's I might cancel him.
1: Who's getting canceled in here?
0: Oh hey, what's up, Justin? How's it going? <laughs> um, so um, what else you got?
1: Um, Bob, Bob, we will be looking at my nose. Okay, so the. Oh, I actually did have a fun news story, an actual, not that anything I say isn't real news, but I have like a real, real news story. So it just has been coming out recently that the two women that founded Black Lives Matter <clears throat> have been purchasing houses during the pandemic that affected Black people marginally largely more than other groups, they've been purchasing several million dollar houses. I heard that I saw the homegirl; uh, she's got a couple of ranches. She's got a house that has an RV repair shop built in. She's got one with a with an airplane hangar, and then like a couple of vacation spots. <clears throat> so I just thought, you know, it's funny. It's just it was not. It was so shocking to me that these two women who pretend to be communists and started a movement that without any like intention to organize the movement or to centralize the message, a centralized, centralized leadership in the movement, all like literally in this movement, all they have done is get thousands of people out on the streets to fuck shit up so that they could get more donations. It's just so shocking that these two women are in fact, not even communists, intensely capitalist and are using this black lives matter money to purchase houses shocking who who could have saw it coming
0: yeah this is a fundamental problem with capitalism is you get to brand yourself as anti anti anti-capitalist yeah and because of that branding make a shit ton of money
1: yeah and then meanwhile these women have totally fucked up the fight for racism and i know that's not a popular thing to say but i don't really give a shit they black lives matter as an organization in my opinion has made everything worse because what they've done is they've taken the idea of blackness and racism and they've attached it to race to politics and specifically they attached it to donald trump and now that's a fight that nobody's ever going to be able to win because it's political
0: and trump's gone
1: he exactly. He's gone.
0: So they have no uh, no adversary. They don't. So so are, if it was, if they were, actually believed that, then they would therefore believe that racism now does not exist, you or or they've won. They've already won the battle, against racism.
1: No, but I mean that the that um the whole Black Lives Matter movement to me, I mean, I just don't even know what they want. That about like since the beginning of the movement. You know, I'm here for the idea of like, let's make sure cops don't kill people in general, not even just black, because like black cops abuse people from all kinds of backgrounds all the time in this country. And I'm all here for that, but like they didn't, there was never like consistent demands. There was never consistent like goals, you know, the fucking, we don't know what they did with their money because it's half private, half profit. So, And now there's investigations because of these houses. So we're going to be finding out very soon what they did with all that money. But I mean, this group got a massive amount of donations over the past few years. What have they done with it?
0: Massive amount of donations, not only from the people, but also from large corporations Mm -hmm. who wanted tax write offs. Mm -hmm. So they donated to a nonprofit And, and one that is is. Let's say trendy right now mm-hmm. to donate to. Yeah. So uh, there, <laughs> these these uh, these women. It's two women, right? Mm-hmm. These two women. They've got themselves in quite the quagmire, if you ask me. Quite the
1: quagmire. Quite the. You know, I just I just really hope that um, everybody that was involved with the Black Lives Matter movement, you know, on whatever level that once all this tea comes out and we realize just how many millions that these women spent on themselves and not the black community, I really hope we don't like pretend that it didn't happen because frankly, like we got to quit letting these fucking bad actors take the black community and take the black like movement for freedom and movement for safety. Like we need to quit letting politicians and these fucking people that want to get rich, take our shit and turn it into nothing but a way for people to like, pretend to be politically correct. That, Cause that's literally like black lives matter has been most useful for politicians and businesses. Cause all they have to do now is tweet black lives matter and they know that they're
0: good. It's the cashing in on the fetishization of like, the appearance of of doing something for black culture
1: exactly and it's nothing's been done for us you know i mean our schools still suck our communities are still fucking poor like we still are experiencing violence nothing's been done for us despite all of this black lives matter shit
0: bro over i want to say maybe a little bit less than a year ago but over six months ago i remember it was After George Floyd, post-George Floyd, when there was massive worldwide uh, protests, Mm -hmm. I remember this company in South Carolina, they took pieces, like shards of glass and like pieces of debris from a protest in like South Carolina and they put that into jewelry and then sold that jewelry. Whoa. And the owners, they were like, they were d- doing it for uh, Black Lives Matter mm-hmm. or like donating a percentage of the proceeds to Black Lives Matter. White guy, Asian woman. Mm-hmm. So I think it's like not this this idea that people are cashing in isn't new. But of course, it is, it's going to ca- grab more headlines when it's the leaders of the organization that's supposed to be spearheading a movement. Yeah, it's called the Black Lives Matter movement.
1: I just want to say I, I smell I smelt the shit. OK, I smelled the stank in the water when um they first started this and like did interviews saying they were trained communists. And then I looked at the Black Lives Matter platform and I saw nothing about communism. I smelled the bullshit.
0: Yeah, that was that was branding 101. Yeah, that was <laughs> we're fucked folks i can't
1: i can't even come up with a joke about it because this shit is like is so it's ridiculous what i will say though is that if you are out there if you're listening to this and you would like to take some of your ducats and support the black community don't support the fucking don't donate to fucking black lives matter look for a local a local organization somewhere in your county city state that is trying to help poor kids and kids of color Donate to them. Donate to somebody that's giving them food. Donate to somebody that's trying to get them education. So donate to somebody that's still defending them in court. Because Black Lives Matter isn't doing any of that shit. All they're doing is getting us out on the streets and making us look like, like look like total assholes.
0: Yeah, it's I had I had another I had another point on it, but I forgot. I think it's uh Oh yeah, um about the trained communist stuff. <laughs> it's it's great, man. What a it's The reason you can't make a joke about it is the same reason why comedians or just people on the internet who only talked about Trump weren't funny. Mm -hmm. Because reality is so wild that if you try to make a joke about it, it's not as funny as reality.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: So the fact that these, these... trained communist ceos of black lives matter are purchasing lucrative estates that (laughs) resemble plantations are like there's no way you can make fun of that any better than they just did you know
1: literally they're like they turn themselves into a meme
0: yeah it's it's meme irl and it's it's great
1: and then, you know, meanwhile, like Minneapolis is like going up in flames right now because there's a couple shootings or there's I can't even remember. There was, there's like so many shootings all the time. I can't keep them straight, but there was a shooting. And of course, you know, immediately the cities instituted like a seven o'clock curfew and they called the National Guard out. And then, of course, like the whole city is just out in its chaos. There's not even really. Uh, I can't even call it a protest. <clears throat> um because it's like these don't even look like protests at this point anymore i mean it's just like it's just chaos like during the day it's just the bits of small groups of people that are out on the street chanting shit not really making any sense and then it turns into night and then it's chaos and people are breaking into stores to steal jordans and shit and it's just like i don't know i don't you know Black Lives Matter is not responsible for everything that people do While they claim that they're Black Lives Matter But girl can y'all get some motherfucking organization In this bitch get it together (laughs) Because and then also (coughs) Biden, Biden said something about Minneapolis And he basically told everybody not to be looting stores And everybody got mad at him And I'm like is that not Can we not though can we not because really, every time these stores get looted, I understand maybe it's not Black Lives Matter's fault, but it happens and it fucking ruins the whole thing. Nobody cares about what you're saying because stores are getting looted. So, could, yeah, could we get a like a control on that?
0: Yeah. So Minneapolis is where George Floyd was killed, obviously. So do they have a police force? Uh, yeah, they do. I
1: think right now the National Guard is basically their police force. I don't think the police really want to get involved
0: yeah because they don't want any more bad press because they might get disbanded anyway
1: and it's like i get why everybody's mad we really need to be we we need to figure out a way to get cops to stop fucking killing people that don't need to be killed i get it but us like running out in the streets and and, you know people keep using these quotes like the a riot is the language of of the oppressed or some shit and it's like let's stop acting like this is noble these people wanted shoes (laughs) they're not out there taking the nikes and the shit from the stores and then putting them in a big bile and burning them because that i would say okay maybe that's a statement against capitalism maybe they're taking this shit home and they're putting it on
0: they're getting the new cop
1: literally yeah. literally taking this shit home and putting it on it's like let's not act like let's not pretend these guys are out here for black people these people are not out here for black people they're out here literally trying to have fun and trying to get some free shit Let's stop defending them Because that's the thing too Why are we defending these people People being like Well you know When when your whole life in America Has just been so terrible You just decide Fuck it I'm going to steal some shit And I'm like that does, It just doesn't make sense It's just the whole thing I'm like This is not all Like if Martin Luther King Could watch the Black Lives Matter movement Bro He would not have anything good to say about it I don't think Martin uh, Malcolm X would And you know how Malcolm X was That was the kind of nigga That was like No fuck Kill these white people
0: He would say You guys are posers Literally You guys are Bitches, you guys are Jake Paul. You, th- this actually, we could actually bring it full circle here. <laughs> society, the Jake Paul, like Donald Trump, he's not the reason mm-hmm. society is, he's just a symptom of what society is. Mm. We have all become a giant Jake Paul, we rather give the appearance of being something that we're not mm-hmm. than actually being that thing.
1: Yeah. oh yeah i'm I'm just you know i'm just very exhausted with the black lives matter movement as a black person who would like to see shit get better i'm just exhausted with it because it's like it's uh, it's the the movement people running it are obviously not they're obviously not legitimate in their intentions you know the people participating in it don't understand how to put together a movement they don't have leadership they don't even have like a real red rhetorical backbone behind what they're trying to do like nobody like they're not nothing's gonna come out of it
0: no it's become a meme um i i don't have a tinder anymore but i remember when i had a tinder it it would be in bios it would be like if you if you aren't blm swipe left things like these it's it's getting to a point it's gotten to a point where it's no longer about the messaging yeah it's not at all the messaging wasn't consistent to begin with, but it's no longer about the messaging or the movement. It's about a social currency. Yeah. And it's, um, we're fucked, folks. We're fucked. <laughs> but just try to enjoy it. Smoke them if you got them. I will. And have say, fun. If
1: you're black and listening to this, since we're on this topic, Please, please don't walk around America being scared to exist because we don't live in the fucking fifties anymore. And, you know, this is one thing I keep hearing people say we haven't had progress since the civil rights movement. We.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: If you're black and listening to this and somebody has told you to get to the back of the bus, please tell me. Please <laughs> fucking tell me. If you can't, if you live somewhere and you went to go drink for the motherfucking waterfowl and then some white honky came up to you and you said, what you doing, niggers? The clean water. Let me know. Please let me know. If you're black and you can go vote, let me know. Or you can't go vote because they're using literacy tests that like, require you to under- be able to read Shakespeare. Let me know. It's like It's just so It's like we can accept Like I can We can say yes Racism isn't over Without being like It literally has not Gotten better Since Martin Luther King Because that's a Fucking lie Yeah That is A fucking lie Like <laughs>
0: Yeah it's, it's
1: it's just I'm just like I feel like the whole And we talked about it with the that show Them that's like black torture porn And it's like the black community got, got mad at it but it's like is this not what we want Do we not want everybody to think that being black Here is just terrible because it's like That's what the whole black lives matter movement Seems to have been about About how we're all just terrified and we're all fucking Always like trying not to die And it's like shit it's really not That bad It is really not that bad
0: yeah, I think my I mean, even though I'm white and I'm i I'm I'm pretty safe here, I think God, every day I don't live in fucking Europe or the Middle East or or, you know, China or one of these fucking countries where if you're a different race, they put you in a camp. Yeah. It's like or or if you're playing sports, they they throw bananas at you. Yeah. It's for real. it's like the rest of the world loves to lecture us Because we're arrogant or whatever But y'all got problems too
1: Yeah like everybody I mean racism has been its existed since the 14th century Like we're working on it But it's gonna take some fucking time Yeah and you know, I honestly, I honestly feel like that racism was already on its way out on its own. I really do think it was killing itself off because being a racist is obviously fucking idiotic. It's stupid. It doesn't. No one in the 20th century wants to hang out with a goddamn racist. Okay, like it was killing itself off anyway because everybody was realizing that it's lame. And then but you know, but now it's like I said, now it's connected to politics, and it's never gonna fucking go away.
0: Nah, I think, I think, uh, go away completely, perhaps, but. I feel like people our age it's just not conducive to being a, a well-balanced functioning person to be racist cuz yeah the the world uh, America is a melting pot and if you're racist you're going to hate your life. <laughs> uh, yeah for real. You cuz you're, you're going to run into people that are different than you every single day pretty much. And I
1: mean it's becoming harder and harder in this country to even be racist. You you're, there's no such thing as an all white town anymore. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, I don't, I, you know, obviously racism, it's like, we still have progress to make, but we really need to be real. Like we really need to be honest about the situation because while we're acting like it's still the 1800s, nothing is going to get fixed because that position is so ridiculous. Nobody's going to listen to you.
0: Yeah. We said this, we acknowledge this when we were on the porch. If people want the ultimate solution done yesterday nothing's ever going to get done because exactly. you can't take a step in the right direction because exactly. you're like no that's not what i want and it's like <laughs> we understand that but in order to achieve that end you have to take a step in the right direction you can't just wake up one day and be a bodybuilder you're gonna have to diet and exercise and if six weeks into dieting and exercising you're like i'm not i can't bench 500 pounds yeah. and quit You're never going to be able to do that.
1: Yeah, which that's I feel like everybody's kind of expecting America to just be what they think America should be. And that's just not what it's going to be.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, we had to elect a senile president first. (laughs) We're like, well, let's try this. Maybe, like, we don't know what to do. So, like, let's elect this guy. But, um, yeah. In other news, Mm -hmm. I know you know, this is great. Because we are literal... This is why if you call, don't answer. (laughs) I mean, if you call, we won't answer because we're literal prophets, okay? We were talking about the vaccine on last podcast Uh and how people who used to be like, fuck Big Pharma, then like, fuck you if you're against Big Pharma. Now the Johnson & Johnson vaccine has been paused. Mm -hmm. The same people that... Flip-flopped before (laughs) Or going to flip-flop again (laughs) And it's gonna be so beautiful And so transparent What these people's moral compass Or ethical uh, choices are like Mm -hmm. It's I absolutely Of course no one likes to hear That like people are getting blood clots And complications But A positive is these people Are getting exposed So I'm enjoying that
1: Yeah <clears throat> Which you know that whole thing that whole Johnson Johnson thing was just really I hope we kind of wake up a little bit to the fact that like wow yeah like if everybody if you want a vaccine you should be able to get one we also should wake up to the fact that these companies making these vaccines don't give a fuck about us they don't care if you die they do not Johnson and Johnson could give like they couldn't give more less of a fuck about if somebody got a blood clot and fucking died from one of their vaccines they already got paid for it they don't care
0: yeah as long as they have your money in their hands they don't care
1: literally it's like <clears throat> i don't know but like i said last time i just i won't be getting any of them
0: it seems like they're going to try to set up a system where you need one every 1 to 3 years so that it's like <laughs> it's like a vaccine subscription model mm-hmm. so in, if they go that route, they do have an interest in keeping people alive, but they're, it's it's going to be not because they care about you, let's say. It's yeah. going to be for different reasons.
1: They want to make sure they get paid for all of those vaccines that they're going to be doling out for the rest of our lives.
0: Oh, yeah. And people it,
1: are already saying it's going to just turn into a seasonal shot that you have to get like every year, and I'm like... That also that the idea that like of just getting a shot to stay alive to defend yourself against a disease that you could defend yourself against if you're just a healthy person. Just the whole I feel like and I've always felt like this since I was a child and I really started like I understood what vaccines were and how they were made. I just they're like a band-aid issue to the fact that Americans are fucking disgusting unhealthy people.
0: Yeah, because no one's saying stop eating McDonald's
1: legitimately stop eating McDonald's. Get the fuck get off your fat ass walk.
0: Outside. That's it. That's it. Literally, That's you just gotta walk. Get off
1: your fat ass and walk. You don't need to pump yourself full of vaccines for your whole life to be healthy. You know, and it's like people like me and you—we're twenty-two years old. If you don't have like a health complication, I just there's no reason a twenty-two year old needs to get a needs to be getting vaccinated regularly.
0: Yeah, unless I think you're coming in contact with, like these elderly people every day. Yeah, but both, both my parents who are. Over sixty have gotten it, mm-hmm. so I'm chilling. Like I want COVID to like come shot me with <laughs> with particles. I want the antibodies, and once I get the antibodies, and both my parents are vaccinated, I'm free and clear. Like I don't give a fuck. So um, yeah. I I don't know, man. Also, another reason why I thought my Twitter was blocked was I. I liked a tweet about how the department of defense is requesting more budget, like sizably more budget budget to defend against, um, they, they, I'm using quotations, pandemic response. And what that, how they explained it was other, they can see how poorly America responded to COVID. Mm -hmm. And that makes us susceptible to, bio attacks from other countries so so let's get this clear covid was you're saying covid was not a bioweapon but we're gonna need money just in case bioweapons similar to this happen and i was never like i never was sold hardcore on bio the bioweapon thing but i find it very interesting that the department of defense is like Oh, yeah, but the, but it could have been a bioweapon, so we're going to need to defend against it. Also, um, it, it talks about regular routine drills, pandemic drills, mm-hmm. like make it sound cute like it's a fire drill, but it's like <laughs> yearly lockdowns and. Uh,
1: yeah. OK, see this right here? OK, let me. This is I didn't expect to get for my heart rate to get this high. On this podcast, but like, yo, holy shit, if we don't make it clear as a people that we will not be told when to lock down into our houses, we are li- we are inviting Nazi-like behavior, honestly.
0: I mean, Canada is- I mean, a yearly lockdown? Canada is already um, saying if you leave your house, we're going to arrest you. See, and that's, I'm sorry, but like,
1: we can't, we have had diseases- the entirety of the existence of the of of humans.
0: Bro, I was watching a YouTube video last night and they were talking about diseases that wiped out fifty percent of the population, (laughs) 60% of the population, more like, I'm like,
1: what the fuck? Right? Like we really, we really it is just really not that serious. This whole like locking day, just the idea of a government being ever being allowed to tell the people to lock down and stay where they are. Like, I mean we literally have parts of the constitution that talk about freedom of movement. And there's a reason that that shit is in there. And you know, what gets me is that the, is that these fucking liberal goddamn pussies, they act like you're crazy when you say, no, maybe I don't think the government should be allowed to tell me to stay in my house. That's apparently that's wild that I, I don't know. I was just telling you the other day, I've opted out of the pandemic. I don't care. Anymore, I don't give a shit about your fucking grandma that died, who would have died because if from the flu anyway, because the bitch was 80 and she was sick and she was old. Nobody cares. Everybody's fucking grandmas die. Nobody cares. I'm opting out. I will wear a mask. That is all I've got for you people. Like I'm not social distancing. I'm not going out of my way to stay at the house. I'm not getting this fucking vaccine. I will wear a mask when I'm in a place of business. That's the best I got. Because really. It has been a year now, and this is just the flu. This is a flu. I'm over it.
0: Wow. Catch us next week on on um, InfoWars. <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
1: Oh, was that... Did, did the Alex... Did it, have, did it sound like Alex Jones there?
0: No, but it sounded like you and Alex Jones would get along really well.
1: You know, in some ways, we just might. We just might. I still... I would love to talk to him about the psychic vampires.
0: Dude, I I would love to just be... I would love to have him on our recliner and just have him, you know, bent over with his hands, his hands folded on his his elbows on his knees. Just fucking because oration, his oration skills are insane.
1: Yeah, honestly.
0: Every time he says something and he could be so fucking wrong. Yeah. I'm interested and I want to know what he thinks. It's it's incredible. But uh, yeah.
1: What a guy. We we, we got to get Alex Jones on the podcast.
0: We will. We will. We just have to stop answering calls from people that want to <laughs> get in contact with us. But yeah, we're going to get it done. No, oh, man. Oh, also news this week. Uh it was kind of old, but it it kind of recirculated. Uh like you the Navy had un they have a classified document with some parts of it unclassified and some of that was footage of UFOs over the Navy in the New York, New Jersey area. Yeah. Is this, was this recently declassified? I feel like I heard something similar. I don't know when it was declassified. I know the story ran this week of, I think the the footage is from less than a year ago, but not recent. And, the the story circulated this week of what like... Do
1: you, what do you think the chances are that it's just like a Russian drone?
0: It doesn't... They said it doesn't matter like who or what it is. They need to figure out what it was because it was doing insane maneuvers. Mm. They were... The way they were maneuvering was unlike anything that the American... The, Unclassified American technology can do, yeah, so uh they they 're trying to get to the bottom of it <clears throat>
1: well, if they got that kind of, if they got some kind of hover technology, I'm gonna need them to re- release it, um, like give it to Elon Musk or something because I want a hoverboard I want it
0: we already have hoverboards, I deserve it, no, 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 they don 't hover you want to hover the fact hover. that
1: those are called fucking hoverboards is honestly bullshit they don 't hover, they touch the ground. <laughs>
0: but i do love i don't know i i just love watching people especially adults like ride around on those things yeah it's hilarious to me it's like it's like the movie wally it is it's like come on
1: it is because we can't just walk anywhere anymore really
0: no because you don't want that one bead of sweat on your forehead you're like (laughs) fuck it i'm just gonna lean forward for the next mile
1: (laughs) fucking awful and people really do use them to get around too
0: yeah. Over here on the super busy street, mm-hmm. it was the Wi-Fi company was parked in a driveway. And I get it because they didn't want to keep on going onto a main road and pulling into driveways. So they just this guy had a hoverboard. He was going around staring at his iPad house to <laughs> house. But yeah, I think I also like the the. The cute videos of kids like not knowing how to do it and, fu- mm-hmm. and like breaking their ass yo they're low-key hard as fuck my baby
1: brother and sister got some a couple christmases ago you ridden one? Oh uh, yeah and i fucked myself up trying to learn how to ride them things
0: yeah i'm not a balanced guy um i can ride a bike but i can't really skateboard i can't really ice skate so mm-hmm. i've i I, I, w- I knew to stay away from that shit <laughs> yeah they're pretty they're like fun i guess i mean once What's fun about it once you get it going
1: yeah I don't really it it is like it's 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 novel it's it's a novel thing when you are when you just are riding it and you've maybe been using it for an hour or two very quickly gets boring yeah
0: I, do, I mean I see kids like do the thing where they just go in circles really fast and fall off, and that's funny, but I don't know if it would be eh, it might be fun i don't know
1: dude it was like my baby brother and sister got bored of them like by the end of Christmas.
0: How much are those things
1: oh like I think as cheap as you can get them, like three, $400, like and that's like, Boo! but I'm pretty sure like my baby sister got one that was like $800.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was like, Whoa. bro, you can buy a whole gaming system, console, entertainment center with games and controllers and all these <laughs> dude, things. Yeah,
1: they, dude, they're expensive. And then like the really nice ones. I mean, you might as well buy a car.
0: Jesus Christ. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, if the hoverboard, if the hover hoverboards came out, they would be pretty expensive.
1: Yeah, I want those. Though. Like, I would I would love it if it was a legitimate hoverboard, like, if it legitimately flies in the air, that's what I want. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. So, Russia, with your little funny drones.
0: Hit us up. Yeah, hit me hey, up. Hey, Russia, you know how people send, like... Products to podcasts. Yeah. Yo, Russia, send us that fucking hoverboard UFO. Yeah. We'll, we'll totally review it. We will We we'll review it. We will give it a five star rating. We'll ride it around town and we'll tell people you send it to us. It'll
1: be the most legendary unboxing.
0: Yeah. So, people, again, just a reminder if you knew us, don't call unless you're Russia. Yeah. Don't. Yeah.
1: Vladimir, what's up?
0: Yeah. Hit us up. Hit us up, Vlad. Daddy.
1: <laughs> Vladimir Putin's kind of hot. I ain't going to lie. He really he he like physically doesn't look very special but like he has the energy of somebody that was is probably like he's like he's probably like an abusive trash can of a man and then you know i like that <laughs> that's
0: true he's ex-kgb so
1: <laughs> like he could pick me up on, he could pick me up put me against the wall and do some dirty dirty things dirty things
0: oh yeah he'll do that uh he'll give you that real red scare you know
1: it is like america why are american presidents always so
0: unattractive yeah oh, who man. was the last hot uh president
1: I don't know. I know. I mean, moms think Obama's hot.
0: Oh, God. Okay, before Obama.
1: Before Obama. Was it Reagan? I, mean, uh, I think that's, I mean, I guess moms would have called him hot, too. He yeah. was an actor, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for me, the last hot one was JFK.
0: Yeah, and that's going far back. Mm-hmm. That's going Garfield
1: back. was really cute, though. James
0: Garfield? I think. I'm thinking of Garfield. The dude with a giant-ass beard? Yeah, yeah, that's my daddy right there, boy. Okay, I know. I I don't know. I feel like you would like Teddy Roosevelt as well, because yeah,
1: Roosevelt could get it because he, cause he
0: it. was like a mountaineer and yeah. like a sportsman. He would be like a sugar daddy, though. R- yeah,
1: yeah, like he's got a he's got to kind of because he's old as fuck.
0: I mean, he's dead. He is dead. I'm saying in Teddy's prime, mm. like he was like 35. And he was still like boxing, and he was still like hunting. Oh
1: shit! He could definitely get it. Maybe yeah, he's just thirty-five. And he has
0: that little, he has that little Hitler mustache before it was out of vogue.
1: Remember when, um, what's the comedian that killed himself? Oh my god.
0: There's a bunch of those. I
1: know the fucking Miss Doubtfire. Robin Williams. Remember when he played Roosevelt in the Night of the Museum? He played
0: a really good Roosevelt. Yeah, that was legitimately like the best Roosevelt that I think has ever hit a screen. 100 (laughs) percent. He was he was fantastic.
1: Did you think, you know, I always kind of felt like the whole storyline with him and um, Pocahontas, Sacagawea, him and Sacagawea getting together in that movie. I always wondered, were they trying to say something about colonialism or something?
0: I don't think so. I don't think so. Considering the whole movie was Ben Stiller going, "Ooh,
1: yeah, you're like, right." Like it was right. a,
0: They weren't trying to say anything, but they could have been. I mean,
1: Loki, a great movie. I was actually randomly thinking about that movie the other night.
0: It's again, it's not a great movie, like Kangaroo Jack. It's not gonna hold up. Yeah. But it was a part of our upbringing, so therefore, it's a great movie. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Although it's it. it i don't know if i watched them both which one i think would like right now which one i would think would, is better but yeah it was it was a banger i watched i was so i don't like sequels but nine of the museum one was so good i'm like i have to watch two
1: you know it's funny i think that might be one of those movies that couldn't come out in 2021 it would get canceled why well so first of all the egyptian uh king or whatever that was like the big enemy he was white <laughs> so that right there i think that's enough for no, but, to cancel the movie. no
0: but they it could be argued for historical accuracy if they said that pharaoh was at the time of like greek and roman occupation of yeah maybe egypt
1: maybe um but wasn't he supposed to be ramses i'm pretty sure he was Ram- one of the ramses i have no idea and they were definitely black so i don't know i'm not understanding on that but um what else was cancelable
0: yeah, it's there was the Sacagawea moment. Yeah, but she, I mean, she might not have been an actual Native American. Was there any niggas in
1: that movie? I don't
0: remember any. I don't
1: <laughs> think they had any niggas. But you're
0: definitely getting kids. See,
1: if it was made now, and the main character would have just been the black human black security guard. Yeah, yeah, or they would have made the the T Rex skeleton black.
0: <laughs> How would they do that?
1: They just make it Jamaican and they give it one of those Rasta beanies with fake hair.
0: <laughs> 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 what was <laughs> some my man? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great.
1: Oh, it was a good movie. Beautiful. Speaking of movies, I've been fucking, this week, I've been obsessed with superheroes. Like, I've just been in my superhero bag.
0: Girl. You've been obsessed with superheroes
1: I know I love them but I was just this week has been a really Good week for it I went back and watched Titans binge the whole Fucking two seasons And I just watched Captain America Winter Soldier Last night because it was like the only Avengers Movie I hadn't seen And it was pretty dope Um yeah it's just been great it's just been great for superheroes man it's very we also have been watching a lot of westerns we might have talked about in the podcast before and just to get into my like artsy writing bag just a little bit i've been very interested in the idea of like what is a cowboy because cowboys are fictional and like what do they represent and then like what do we have today that could be compared because i think like a cowboy is just like it's a stand in for the trope of like the man that is pow- strong and powerful and can protect and can make the right decisions in the heat of battle. And like he's like they're like the they're an idealized version of masculinity. And then superheroes, a lot of the times are just like that. You know, they're they're extrajudicial. They fight. They're technically the good guys. But that's really only because they're fighting really evil people because their morality is kind of ambiguous. Usually, especially when you like, look at people like Batman. Yeah, I don't know. I've just been very interested in, like, what is, like, why? Like, what is that? You know, what does the superhero even, like, represent to our society?
0: Yeah, because you get into you get into toxic masculinity and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not talking about the type of toxic where you had on the airsoft field. I'm talking about, like, legitimate toxic masculinity. <laughs> and it's, like, people... Let's stop acting like people are either good or bad. Mm-hmm. many people are a mix of both, mm-hmm. and some people have some people are literally not capable of having a good without that bad because mm-hmm. then if they didn't have that bad, they would be perfect and they wouldn't be a human
1: yeah,
0: so I understand that like people are like toxic masculinity has to go, but you you're you're not gonna. You're not gonna create a perfect man Mm -hmm. That just is not possible
1: You know, ooh, I also didn't mention it But Falcon versus Winter Soldier, or the Falcon and the Winter Soldier That new episode came out And that's, it's interesting because that episode Was kind of about what you were talking about Because, like, Sam got the Captain America shield back And he's, like, deciding if he's gonna be Captain America And he went and talked to this old black super soldier That nobody knew about Who was experimented on by the U.S. government And, like, the episode became about, like like what would it mean for a black man to wear the cap to like use the Captain America shield and be (laughs) Captain America considering he does represent America and American masculinity and um like it's very much he had to realize that like even though Captain America Steve Rogers was a good person the Captain America symbol is very complicated and to a lot of people even Steve Rogers was not a good person
0: yeah the whole i mean just the title dude captain america yeah like you know it's gonna be a little bit wacky and weird it
1: is like you know it's good i i I talked about this before how this this uh falcon winter soldier they're getting very into like racial conversations and it's so far they're not overdoing it so it's like you know it's cool i'm not sure that they're saying anything to necessarily but there was in this last episode, there was literally a point where him and Bucky were like, they, like he was practicing with the shield, and Bucky comes up and he's like, I don't think any, any of us knew what it meant for a. And then he hesitates and he goes, a black man to be handed the shield. <laughs> 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 Which that was kind of funny because it was really shit line. Like, it was really shit. It was really bad. It was like,
0: what does it mean, Bucky?
1: What does it mean? Yeah. For a black. Elaborate.
0: <laughs> Yeah, like what? What do you say? What do you say? <laughs> It's like when someone says like something a little like, "Hmm, tell me more." Like, what do you? What else yeah. do you think about that? When is this? Like the the setting? That's this time like period of the show. Today, basically. It's modern times. Yeah. See, I don't think that. Obviously, it's a fictional superhero, yada yada. I don't think that would actually be a conversation. Yeah I don't if know, it I'm was not. the sixties or seventies, I get it.
1: I don't know that he would have had it with his white coworker.
0: Because,
1: yeah. like girl, every black person knows that who you don't talk to about being black is your white coworkers. <laughs> <laughs> you pretend that shit don't exist around them, motherfuckers.
0: Yeah. How's it going, Gerald?
1: <laughs> but yeah, no, this it's just been great. It's been great for the superhero game. I'm running out of shit to watch though. So
0: Yeah man i'm I'm happy for you though man because because it feels like my fucking my escapism my combat sports it's going down it's been a rough year it's been a rough year let's say
1: there were some good nights
0: there's been some good nights but there really hasn't been any great nights yet mm. and it's already halfway through april and i know usman versus masadal is going down in jacksonville next weekend and it's Supposed to be a great card. I don't know. I don't I don't feel great about it. Right now, as of right now, the only thing I've look forward to is a card in May where they're crowning a new lightweight champion and they have some good matchups, I guess, but mm. I don't know, man. It's been rough. But uh do you have a do you have a pseudo penis?
1: Oh, I actually I don't have a pseudo penis this week.
0: Okay, so it's okay. I will Are we already like almost at time? Yeah. We're a little bit over. Wow, look at us. So, my pseudo penis will easily take up t- the room of two pseudo penises, so it's okay. Fabulous. I know this is. I rediscovered this. This is old, it's not new, but my pseudo penis is Steven Seagal. Okay. Do you know who Steven Seagal is?
1: Yeah, vaguely.
0: He's a writer, producer, director, actor. Mm-hmm. And he's. he's um quite the character he's uh been he's he's white guy Mm -hmm. and he's always in like these high octane action movies that his company makes where he's the super he's not the superhero he's the good guy he's the main character and he's so fat and old and lazy now That he like lazily just like slaps people in the face, and they like they'll have it'll be like a UFC fighter with a knife, and he'll just slap them in the face, and they'll go down and get knocked out. Is it this guy? Yeah, that's the guy. Okay. So he, if you don't know about him, I highly recommend doing research. He's one of the biggest assholes in the world. Like not asshole, like a bad guy. Like he's just a dildo. Mm -hmm. And he, I found out that. Back in the day when UFC wasn't as popular, he was paying fighters to train with them and like be a part of their posse. So during fight week, they would interview Steven Seagal like, "What have you been training? Like, what have you been teaching them?" And and he's like, "You know, I taught him the karate chop. I taught him the no, I taught him the leg karate. sweep." And there's all these old videos of UFC fighters like in the gym, like literally learning from steven seagal no and he and God. he's he goes what you're going to want to do is you're going to want sl- you're going to karate chop the midsection slap him in the face and turn the wrist let me show it to you and he's like <laughs> doing it to these ufc fighters and they're playing along because he's yeah. paying them so they're like yeah master seagal taught me everything i know oh my God. and it's so sad because you can tell how desperate like the. Sp- the sport was at that time because yeah. they really needed sponsorship money and all these videos of him just doing you know little karate moves with these ufc fighters was fucking hilarious i'll show you later i'll also show you his his movie reel mm-hmm. it's some of the worst movies of all time i
1: wanted to say when i looked him up i was looking at like the lists of his movies and it looks like every movie he's in is actually the same movie <laughs> yeah because it's literally like let me just let me give you some titles okay
0: yeah read the read the titles this is great
1: as soon as they pop back up okay so we have exit wounds above the law under siege beyond the law (laughs) that was a sequel general commander attrition china sales that's deadly contract i don't know why it says china sales on That was weird. Cartels, contract to kill, end of a gun. You get the idea. It's
0: all (laughs) two of my favorites that you didn't say. Yeah, sniper, special ops. No, uh, but there's no colon after sniper. It's just sniper, special ops. (laughs) Where he's like, you know, he's the guy who's retired, but they need to come him back for one last job. Yeah. Uh, and he's just lazily, because he's fat and old, he's just lazily shooting a gun from his hip and just beating bad guys. And A Good Man.
1: Oh, boy.
0: A Good Man is one of my favorite movies. I've I got to show you, like, a cumtown clip on, on Steven Seagal, but it's so good. But, Yeah. Uh, He's my pseudo penis of the week. Uh And it actually leads into a second guy who is honorable mention for pseudo penis of the week. This guy, Hans Molenkamp, who's kind of doing the same thing. Mm -hmm. So what he does is he's in charge of sponsorship sales for Monster to UFC fighters. So he will set up deals with fighters where you fulfill the contract and we pay you on the side on top of your UFC contract. But... Included in in these deals, aside from the regular, you know, post something with Monster, it's like you we're gonna have to spar and you're gonna have to comment and like all my posts to get me clout. So he's literally like. professional fighters by making them take stupid pictures with them and there's one where a fighter is sitting on the handlebars and he's riding a bike with them
1: no fucking way yeah
0: it's hilarious that's adorable though hello kid and a fighter recently the one who was on the handlebars after his win he called him out and he said you're holding a lot of fighters hostage let's fight and I'll fuck you up so it's getting real juicy and he's my he's he reminded me or Steve Seagal reminded me of him. So he gets an honorable mention for Pseudo Penis of the Week.
1: That's fucking great. And that's like actively going on right now. Like that dude does this right now.
0: 100%. Like any, not any, but a lot of fighters, mm-hmm. top level fighters that you would recognize, they, ha- they have been forced to like and comment on this guy's page forces them the contract like we won't pay you Mm. if you don't do this and this
1: and that's a contract with the ufc or do they be signing second contract with this guy
0: it's a sponsorship deal just for the fighter
1: how the fuck do you get it stuck in something like that
0: because you either don't read the fine print or the contract is set up in a way that they legally can do that you know it's like ambiguous but it's it's a it's a sizable amount of money that you want yeah and the vernacular is ambiguous so that they have leeway as far as what they make you do for that money
1: calm down you about UFC lure the fuck up don't do not sign those contracts you can't read y'all niggas get knocked in the head every day don't
0: <laughs> i love fighters but they're really not bright people like
1: please get a lawyer, please yeah,
0: yeah. so yeah those are my pseudo penises uh, that was wonderful yeah that was great i this learned is good, so much this is a good pod yeah this is a great pod okay so um you want to close out on uh oh oh first <clears throat> before uh we close out let me plug my dates oh okay thank you uh what do you got
1: <laughs> was that never mind. okay um uh, I guess I'll just plug Alex J. Prod. Yeah, alexjprod.com. It's also my Instagram. It's where my art and shit is. I'm going to be posting a short story, first short story on my website. Probably either today or tomorrow. I haven't quite decided. Um, but that'll be there.
0: Okay, this will drop at midnight. Thanks for listening, guys. Uh, love you. And um, <laughs> this has been Ask to news. I'm Ass. I'm Nose. Signing out. Bye, sexies.